Hi, I'm Forrest Griffin. Brian Carraway. And Lisa Tate. What's up, guys? This is Joseph Benavidez, UFC Flyweight. Hi, this is Greg Jackson, and you're listening to It's MMA Zing, and that is an amazing pun. Get it? Like MMA, but amazing? I'm amazing. Radio. Welcome to It's Amazing Radio. I am your host, Dr. Law. With me, as always, DJ Mark. What's up? Also joining us this week, the man, the myth, the legend. Not really a myth, but he's still here. Lavender Gooms. Hey, guys. He's back. My man's just building a house from fucking scratch by himself, man. All right. All one brick himself. at a time. One brick. I think at you himself. do that at the end of Red Dead Two, but I haven't gotten that far yet. Dude, I, but I, I heard uh, like one of the last missions is you you build a house and it has a great song that goes with it, and I need to earn that one day, and then I can feel a fraction of of what Mike's going through right now. Man, I change I change a, a faucet, and I'm real proud of myself. Mike doing all that. Considering shit. considering Red Dead is a Red Dead Two is a prequel. Does that really matter? Because doesn't Marzen like. End up killing that guy anyway. Don't they burn the house uh, down? Yeah, I don't remember what happens to the house. And I think it's the house that you start in the first game is the one you build. I don't know. I haven't gotten that far. Yeah. I quit. I, I knew about this scene. It's all I care about. And I still haven't gotten to it. Well, Someday. folks, uh, I'm glad to have Mike back. Indeed. Yeah, no pressure. But since you've been gone, man, I'm just getting the dates of fights. We missed fight cards. We totally missed that whole cyborg fight card. And then last week, we picked this Ryan Bader-Congo fight, which, well, just didn't happen. It's not happening till this week. And Mike only was the only one to get the main event. And the Mike, only fight that happened this week. Mike, who, got I, right. I'm going to assume, Mike, you spent less than four seconds picking between Marlon Vera and, Chita, Marlon Vera and Rob Bond. I will not lie to you guys. Um, pretty much everything else in my life has just gone by the wayside um, over the last few weeks. Four seconds would have been exaggerating how much time i thought about it that's right <laughs> let me tell you mike when we're uh when we're at that wedding next weekend i'm, I'm gonna have to give you that aew summary because we got tickets for the end of the damn month <laughs> go to vegas <laughs> you know for that wet for that wedding next weekend i'm gonna have to see if any of like our friend our friend was getting married like if any of them got a cocaine connection because i'm gonna <laughs> need to find some place to stay up <laughs> we're way past adderall and coffee um all right boys and girls um fuck i'm just gonna say this part right now because this is just breaking news that is shit uh we're overturning roe v wade in this country the official opinion of it's i'm amazing is that is bad it's a pullout game right that also that but that is just that's a thing they shouldn't do that's not good no that's a bad thing you're gonna treat women as second class citizens here but okay Fucking tragedy, man. Um, Get that throat game right and make sure when you feel that tingling sensation, stop or, you know, pull out. I'm really happy you're back, Mike. We were missing this on the podcast. (laughs) I appreciate it. That's very true. Um, All right. Well, putting aside that tragic news, um, pretty, uh, pretty, some pretty interesting fights this past weekend, Marcus. Um, We're going to talk about this Cheeto Vera Rob Bond fight. Um, where 
in my opinion, I think uh, I think Chito Vera is there, man. I think it's, I think it's time. I think we're one mm-hmm. away at most. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, we said last week. You know, we we both picked Rob. I think we have both been impressed with Rob. Uh, for a while now, and he definitely has seemed to kind of step up his game, and he even performed pretty well in this fight. And in our analysis last week, I kind of mentioned like I don't really like I've watched Marlon Vera fight a handful of times, and I when I think back, like like what does this guy do that like makes him unique or stand out? Like I didn't really have a solid answer, and this fight gave it to me. This dude's playing with a fucking game shark. He's just got God mode on because Rob Font was fucking nailing him throughout the entire fight multiple rounds where he was, you know, outstriking him by a large margin and getting nice clean shots in and Vera could not give a fuck about it. Like he ate those shots and didn't seem any worse for the wear and then would land. We, I mean, the one thing I will say about his his offensive game, he's got a great kicking game and he hurt Rob font with like sidekicks. It was mostly like lead to the head turning sidekicks, which is kind of like a unique Let's give a Weapon. shout out right here to our dude Jason Perillo, man. I say our dude. Jason Perillo, man, he just makes people better. Simple as that. You see it when he starts these trains with people. And uh I think this is a good example of that with with Vera. Because Rob Font's a hell of a stand up fighter, too. And Vera was game. So much so that I wondered what Rob Font's plan was at a certain point, Mark. I was just like, you might want to change the strategy here. It's not going well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean one thing I did notice on, on the handful of fights that I watched and I wanted to commend because it used to be a huge problem. Is like I really appreciated the booth. I think they did a great job. Dominic and I think it was Bisbing and then Anik, I think. I'm not sure who the, it, the third guy was. Anik. It was probably um the other guy. Like, Brandon Fitzgerald. Right. Yeah, I think I think it was him. Um I thought they did a great job breaking down a lot of the fights and, and giving correct analysis. And then the only thing that's like Dominic said something, I was like, okay, like I don't, this shouldn't upset me and not like it upset me, but like throw me off. But like he mentioned this fight, like he was talking about, like, oh, the Bantam weight weight class is like, you know, easily one of the best. Like, and in this fight, we're seeing every aspect of mixed martial arts. And I was like, mm, no, we're not. We're not seeing a lot of grappling and clinching here. Dude, uh, well, somebody... well, Dominic's trying to liven up his pretty straight laced commentary, trying to say something. <laughs> it's not always. Oh, I know, but that's the thing is like, I think anytime it revolves around him or his weight class, like, it gets a little fuzzy. Oh, oh, by for the me. way, like, I fucking Rob Font should have shot a takedown. Like, I don't, I, yeah, I don't think it would hurt. Um, but at the same time, he was doing well in the fight. I mean, he, he landed more strikes. He landed yeah, more through it, more. significantly more yeah. strikes. But it's just like every round where it's like, okay, he's handily. You know, I don't, I don't know if they showed the 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 strike numbers that often. I can't really recall. But like, he's handily beating this round. It looks like this round's in the bag, and then Marlon Vera would throw like a sidekick to his face and have Rob Font on his ass or stumbling around. Is like, he just lost that round, and that happened like three or four times where it's like Font progressively got his face more marked up, and like at the end of it, there was hematoma's blood. Like it, it looked pretty. Yeah, gruesome. they asked him if he wanted to if he wanted to stop it. Uh, because yeah, I, I mean, it was fourth and fifth. They asked him, and they said, "Are you okay to go out there?" I think it was fourth and fifth. That was corner asked. I think something like that. I mean, that would yeah. make sense. I mean, do you know what I think honestly about Marlon Vera here, Marcus? Is he's gotten better, obviously, with his fight style. And another thing, it seems like though this man is this man's confidence and his approach. Yeah, and that's honestly you can't measure that, but like this man's like has full faith in himself that he thinks he's the best man and weight in the world. And a lot of guys say stuff like that, but like when you reach that level, like where you believe it, 
I think you really see it in the cage. Sure. No, I agree with that. Yeah, I think it was in the second round where uh, Rob hit him with like a really clean knee or something solid, and he kind of just mugged him and was like, well, what, whatever. And you could, t- and I think like it definitely seemed like that played in with Rob a little bit. Like he kind of read it like, yeah, I hit him with a good shot. This guy does not give a fuck. <laughs> it's like, shit, I hit him. He's right. Yeah. He's fine. I mean, and, and, and like I said, some guys wouldn't, you know, because look, a lot of guys get caught and they kind of mug or say it didn't hurt or whatever. But like you could tell like with Vera's attitude, like it honestly like really didn't hurt him at all. And he was totally fine. And for all the strikes he took, dude barely had a scratch on him you know it it really seemed like he was cheating out there because like he took so many clean shots to the head and the body and really seemed unfazed by them all and blasted uh rob font every chance he kind of got and and stole these rounds away and got a fantastic win so yeah hats off um span away man whatever i think i think what we think cheat i mean it's stacked but i think cheetos won away sure i I think that's i mean i think 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 font was yeah five and cheeto was like Seven or eight Whatever. or something. I mean, I'm you not give sure. Him, uh, the yawn, maybe. I think uh, people talking about Corey too. Corey, Corey or yawn, would be good. Or, um, the former champ, if he wants to get his feet wet, though, I don't think he should have to. Oh yeah, Mike Cejudo's back. Officially, yeah, like, back, 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 and he's Cejudo, and he for some reason we're gonna have him at 135 because we hate fun, and because I, by the way, have been very strongly pushing the, for the love of God, just give him a chance at that third title against Volkanovski. Uh, I've been pushing that narrative strongly, and I feel it's the I right gotta one. S- <laughs> I gotta say, I'm starting to realize that podcasts I've been listening to over the last few weeks, I've basically just been using it for white noise. Because now that you say that, I remember you guys saying that in one of the podcasts, but did not remember that at all. Yeah. So, no, is super. Deep. So, yes, Mark. To answer your question from I think two podcasts ago, yes, oh. I do listen. Oh yeah. yeah, I was surprised. I, knew he I was like, I sure as hell don't. Yeah, I listen. I, I don't. And Bobby was also right because his next statement was the ones that I don't uh, participate in. I do listen to. Sure, so, yes. You don't need it's to not, listen to the ones you're on. It's, it's hard to listen. No, to yourself, we don't watch Star Wars. We were in the Star Wars. Okay, we don't have to watch it. What was that from? How I Met Your Mother. Uh, okay, that was a good line. Um, okay, yeah. Anything, but just match those band and weights up against each other. You know. Sure. Yeah. If we're gonna do Aljo versus TJ, you know, any combination of the other guys, I'm 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 here for the Marlon Vera hype train here, man. It's yeah, he's fun. Masterworks all, you can't go wrong. Um, all right. Uh, anything else in this card you want to talk about? Since you watched it, and I only watched the main event. Uh, I mean, I didn't see anything like super crazy. I did watch the Elkins fight. That was a classic Elkins fight where like it was super close, but he kind of stole it away we're with a couple of the takedowns here and there. Getting it done the way you and I, I said he was. Fight. Most, I knew he won. Wins so. in UFC history, from what I saw. <laughs> oh, was that was that was that uh, what he earned in this last fight? I, I like I often do. The fights had already happened, so I knew Arlovsky won by decision. So I was like, I don't. Not only did exactly he win by why. decision, we called it. He won by split. <laughs> okay. I I and I guess after the fact, I, I did hear that he was a little disappointed in his performance, and that it, it seemed like it was. Maybe a little questionable that he should have got the nod. I can't say yeah, I didn't watch guy, any of my it. My guy's um, like forty-eight years old. He should be happy that like his <laughs> knees work and no, shit. Yeah, let me say this here. also: you can't like, complain about when you lose prison? a decision to Arlovsky. All right, if you can't put Arlovsky's forty-three-year-old ass away, and it goes to the yeah. judges, give him the fight. Okay, yeah. <laughs> one judge had it three-zero for the other guy. Um, two of them had it two-one for Arlovsky. Take a quick mm. peek here at. Uh, 
MMA decisions. It appears nobody has scorecard for Arlovsky. Zero, zero MMA journalists. All six of them that were watching this thing. And most of the fans seem to have a uh, 30-27 for Collier. Should have mm, finished him, bro. Should have finished him. That's all I'm there, saying. Should have finished There's the controversy. Um, and I did see the uh, Jotko fight. Oh, my uh, dude, Jotko. How do you do? Uh-huh. He looks great. Um, I'm a fan. Gerald, like, he, he just – he had him beat everywhere. On the feet, on the ground. There was really nowhere where um, Gerald had really a shot in this one. It was pretty much, you know, complete domination. Gerald's good, so, too. Like he, yeah, he's not fighter. bad. Uh-huh. And they were talking like, oh, you can't count this guy out. You know, he's gotten a lot of late submissions, you know, like in, in the third round at the last second. And like, well, he Jeff literally did any it. Like, his that. last fight was that, too. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there were, you know, they're all like, oh, you never know until it's. O-. And it was like, it was over, dude. This guy, this guy, this had, guy had 33 pro fights from your sharp before he got to the UFC. It's a lot of fights. I know he lives in uh, he lives in the United States and he got that many pro fights before he got to the UFC. Jesus. Where the hell has he been? Wisconsin. That's why. That's not a real place. Um, UFC's back next week with this pay-per-view that uh, is pretty awesome, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to talk about Worth that and make our picks at the Footprint Center, which is a weird at. I don't know what Footprint is. I don't know what that brand is. Um, nope. It's in Arizona. It's That's in Arizona. The only, yeah, they're anywhere with a Republican governor and uh, where women are second-class citizens, the UFC will be going there. So I'm just gonna bring that up from now on. So France, France is on the. Dude, how's, how's France playing to that? Oh, they just don't like Algerians and other minorities in France. <laughs> hey, you, you got an angle for every location. Hey man, everybody you? got something. Every people want to talk that shit about America. Everybody's messed up. Yeah, um, yeah. On uh, about I don't know how many blocks away from Mike on Saturday night. Mike, how far is Madison Square Garden? Uh, it's about 50 blocks away and about seven avenues down. Across. That far away from Mike, Saturday evening. Um, we had history made, guys. We, uh, Mark and I, I don't think we talked about it in the podcast much, did we? No, I was unaware. So I, I think we talked about it a little bit the week of, and I've been half paying attention to Ariel talk about this and how uh, Jake Paul had really been promoting one of the fighters. First time ever, main event of Madison Square Garden was two female boxers. Um, Katie Taylor, representing Ireland. Um, Amanda Serrano, representing the United States and all the New Yorkans out there. Um, she, They had what is the biggest women's title fight of all time won. Mm-hmm. Also being referred to as the greatest female boxing match of all time. Um, I watched it. Mark watched it. Mike, did you watch it? Nope. Real good fight, honestly. Threw down. It was. I don't have any. I don't have seen a. I haven't seen a lot of women's boxing, so I don't know. Same. I mean, it was the best one I've seen. I'll say that. Yeah, uh, I'll agree. Because like I'm mostly watching like highlights of Ann Wolf knocking motherfuckers out on YouTube. Not a lot of full fights there. Mm-hmm. Um, good work by by Eddie Hearn promoting Katie Taylor. Good job, Jake Paul. Uh, get, uh promoting Amanda Serrano. We gotta get to give some credit, man. Um, he's part of this. They did it. Um, sounds like they're going to get a rematch. Might do that in Croke Park in Ireland, meaning if that happens before mm. Conor McGregor fights. Is that a stadium? Yeah. Conor McGregor's going to flip his lid because Conor McGregor's been talking about Croke Park for <laughs> fucking did, 10 years. Did I see, did I see clips of, uh, of the man, uh, Big Time Bex, uh, promoting Katie Taylor? Yeah, Katie Taylor was being uh, – they had the UFC sign some deal with DAZN or something. I don't know. Where uh, Becky Lynch was introducing Katie Taylor – 
And uh, you mean WWE? What did I say? Right. Yeah. You have said. I was. I was confused. WWE. So Becky Lynch, the probably the biggest female wrestling star. And she's from Ireland too, right? She is from Ireland. Right. Makes um, sense. And on the other side, though, Bianca Belair, who's very not Puerto Rican, um, was promoting uh, Amanda Serrano. Um, I'm sure uh, Zelina Vega, who's yeah, she Puerto Rican and from New York, really appreciated that. Yeah, but, she, but frankly, but she's she from was, Queens. Yeah, she's from Queens. She's not going to represent something. She's not going to talk about some girl from Brooklyn. Um, yeah, that was cool. I think they did a really good job promoting the fight, man. And like, I'm happy. I mean, that was a good commercial or advertisement for women's boxing, I thought. But man, I mean, Mike, you know what's wild is like how like somehow boxing is like I don't know how many hundred years old. Organized boxing in this country, but like an MMA is, if you want to go with the beginning of the UFC, 1993, 30 years old. Um, but the boxing rules are different for women a little bit. The commissions they treat them with kid gloves, no pun intended. Um, ten minute championship, ten ten round championship fight, two minute rounds. That shit's got to go, right? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense at this point. I mean, because I remember uh, women's MMA, maybe what, like 10, 12 years ago, they did like, what, three-minute rounds as well. Mm-hmm. And until they realized, yeah, you know, I think women can go an extra two minutes and, you know, standardize it across the board. And I'm not going to say that was the reason why, you know, mixed martial arts um you know, made it to where it is now, you know, it's because of luminaries like Ronda Rousey, Misha Tate, and, and and whatever. But it also does help that they weren't treated with kid gloves. Um, the way, apparently, it's still being done in boxing. Yeah, they got to fix that. And, like, Serrano was pushing for it before the fight, but it was too late, I guess, or something. And we know the New York Athletic Commission's garbage. Um, well, actually, you know, they're garbage with MMA. Don't know how garbage they are with boxing. They're all, all commissions are just corrupting garbage. I got a real negative attitude towards government bodies, given the news in the last 20, 30 minutes here, guys. I'll be honest. It's just the way it is. Um, I'm down to see a rematch, though, Marcus. They might get my money if they're going to really do a big one or another one. They might get my money this time. That's, I mean, I don't know what they put on the undercard, but I would, you know, I really like the fight. That was cool. I mean, yeah, it obviously, for it not being on our radar, and we don't follow boxing, you know. I mean, the week before, I don't. we didn't talk about Tyson Fury's fight until after yeah. it happened, you know. It's just not what we're, like, you know, what we got our finger on the pulse. Um, but obviously, leading up to it, we heard about it, right? And we're not looking in the boxing corners. We're looking more in the MMA corners. So, I mean, you have to give somewhat props to, like, MMA fighting, aerial, having that kind of cross-section. I think is, one, smart for boxing promoters to try to capitalize on that. I think there potentially is some crossover. Me personally, after watching uh, Hajime no Ippo, I'm much more into boxing now, and I'm <laughs> trying to keep a little bit more on pace of that stuff. But I think leading up to it, I could start telling like, oh, I'm seeing more oh, yeah. about this than before. So I think it did have good promotion. It, good ha- it did have a good lead up. And when we watched the fight, I think the fight itself, you know, validated those kind of eyeballs getting on it and you know it, as far as like the two minute rounds i don't hate them because like those rounds go by really fast but it should just be equal across the board look if you if they want to have men fight two minute rounds i'm like whatever well, I like, like, there was all these rounds where, like they're throwing out. down and i'm like well, let's keep going baby let's just keep oh rounds over or i mean and then you want to talk about that referee just not even it made me so angry <laughs> mike there was one round where like the bell rung you didn't stop 
The bell rung two more times. You didn't stop. And then there was just the bell going off for five seconds. Like, ding, 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 ding. It's, like like, in, it's like in pro wrestling when there's like a DQ and everybody hits yes, the ring and yes. there's like a run in. They're like, we got to stop this chaos. The dude on the those? bell is going nuts. He's ringing that shit. And it's just like, even, but, it, and they were saying like, oh, it's really loud in here. It's hard to hear the bell. But like, you could see both the boxers. They're both like, the round's over, dog. Like, are you going to stop this or are we going to keep throwing down? And like, they stopped and looked at him. And then he was like, oh, yes, yeah, sorry. I'm not a spectator here. I'm supposed to be somewhat involved. It, it kind of blew my mind. Um, but yeah, uh, overall, I'd be excited to see a rematch. I mean, we didn't say um, Katie Taylor won. That's when true. I was watching it, I didn't really think she was winning the fight. Um, you know, I, I thought Amanda was doing a really good job. But I think, you know, the rounds that Katie won, I think were really close. And I wasn't, I was just Amanda's watching. Amanda's right, bigger rounds, it seemed like. Amanda had bigger rounds. I, I think that's true. Um, but you know, it, it was crazy storyline. I wasn't yeah, shocked it was by really the decision close. one way or the other. And it, yeah, it wasn't like egregious where I'm like, and, oh, and, and that's a real class act. Again. She's like, you know, I just I thought I won, no excuses, but you know, she wasn't like screaming robbery. She's like, I thought I won. And she you know what? I have to admit, I don't, we don't really know what they got paid, but I feel like when you're making the buco bucks, the, the losses probably sting just a little bit. What do you mean? <laughs> they don't got win bonuses where half their checks on the line? Oh, what a grand idea. Um, yeah, okay. Um, and yeah, good job to the whole promoting team over there. So. Yeah, it seemed like a win across the board, so hats um, off again. All right. Um, yeah, I've honestly gotten more into boxing because I listened to Luke Thomas and Brian Campbell on Morning Combat. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of it's about boxing because they do boxing too for Showtime. And I like knew about like some of these fights, like Shakur Stevenson and stuff this past. So I'm starting to learn these names a little bit more. And I know, you know, I think I'm almost enjoyed listening to them talk about boxing more than I like actual boxing, but we'll get there eventually. Um, mm -hmm. Some news we got going on this week. Um, couple heavyweight fights uh, announced. Um, we got ourselves um, Cyril Gon versus Tai Tuivasa. Uh, yeah. Sounds like it's gonna happen in France. Um, and that's why I mentioned France yes, earlier. Right. I mentioned when I mentioned it, that was off air, yeah. and people were probably like, "Why is DJ Mark just bringing up France out of freaking nowhere?" And then uh, we got Tom Aspinall, Curtis Blades. Yeah, um, fantastic fight! What so, a test for Tom. Here's the thing: Gone versus Tuivasa. Oh, and that Aspinall Blades fights in London. Gone versus Tuivasa. Everybody was talking about it being Gone versus Blades for like the minute that fight ended. They all said, we got to see where this guy's at. Well, when Francis took him down, they're like, I know one other wrestler. People want to see, but... like, is this guy really got a giant gaping yeah. hole there or not? Can he fix it? Yeah. Uh, and he said they're going to do all training, all this wrestling and stuff. Now, let's just, you know, I have, we have nothing to back this up, but let's go. Let's put on the tinfoil hat for a second here, boys. Um, just your honest opinion. Mike, first, did they turn down fighting Curtis Blades, you think? Or do you think the UFC didn't offer him Curtis Blades in an effort to protect him? Because they are going Ooh, to that France. That is interesting. I'm going to say the UFC didn't offer Curtis Blades. Yes, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with Tuivasa is clean. Okay. So you think Tuivasa, do you think they don't, you don't think they offered Blades to, to Cyril Gon? Not at all. Okay, Mark, what do you think? Yeah, no, I, I think that kind of makes sense. I think when they're playing matchmaker, right, and they're thinking about like, okay, we're going to go to France. We're potentially trying to promote this guy mm -hmm. and build him up, right? 
a Blades matchup has a lot of potential to backfire, right? And I don't think they're super hyped on having Curtis Blades in a title contention or in a title fight because I don't think they're confident that he'll be able to push the needle. You know, Cyril Gaon had a big fight with. You're Francis making the Nirano. argument for, for my argument for why I think he did turn it down because <laughs> I don't. Well, think, I, 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 think I don't. I don't, I don't think I don't they think would think book. It's... I don't think they book. I don't think they want Blades near the title, and I don't think you put Blades against Aspinall. I think you put Gaon well, versus I, Blades. Two guys I think who already if lost. Blades beats uh, Tom. It's like, it, it is a lot of the the major fan base really going to know who Tom is? Did they see his last fight? I mean, because before that last fight, I didn't fucking know who he was. We do a podcast about the sh- about the sport every week, and I didn't know who he was. So I think they're kind of thinking, well, Blades is a good test. If Tom can beat him, I think he skyrockets it, skyrockets right into you know title contention. And I think with Gone, especially when they're going to France, I was like, well, do we want to have a thing where we're trying to build this guy up and then he gets smothered for five rounds and it really kind of ruins his stock, continues to kind of deflate him? Or they put him in with a guy like Ty who's going to stand with him, who has big power, but isn't – well, I don't think it'll be a snoozer, but I don't think Ty – I mean, Ty has the potential to beat anybody because he hits that hard, but it's going to be hard to find those openings with a guy like Serial because he's so – technical yeah. methodic on the stand-up so i don't know i think I it's a fun I, fight I, honestly, I think both the fights are great i got i mean the heavyweight division's gotten real interesting all of a sudden i think ty and tom would kind of suck because i'd be like i i, I like tom uh aspinall and curtis blades because it's like what we saw with tom was like this guy has fucking skills his skill level is really high and now he's going to go against a guy who i also think has a really high skill level so if it was like tom and ty it's like well ty could win it because he could crack anybody and get a get a w but seeing if tom gets past curtis blades who i'm gonna be super impressed you know i'm already impressed with what he did with uh his last fight but uh, to, to beat curtis blades would be real feather in the cap so um surreal opened as a minus 300 over to Ivasa, that line moved real quick to minus 500. Um, yeah, I mean, I can understand. It's a bad matchup for Tai Tuivasa. Mm-hmm. Um, then again, he's at the point where he's got to beat these guys anyway. Tai Tuivasa wins this yeah. fight. He gets a title shot. He's already won five in a row. You beat you I, I beat Sorrell Gone. That's it. You get a title shot. And talk that's about it. a guy that would sell. I mean, he's a charismatic, interesting guy. You put him against francis maybe well then we, got, we got john jones and stipe happening right that's apparently yeah almost a done deal mike you might have gotten missed that news in the last couple of weeks we're doing john jones versus stipe almost locked up entirely assuming no one gets arrested uh, recently. have has anything been signed yet no, of course of course yeah not. It, then, it's a then yeah. Say. come back to me when shit has actually been signed all right i just think we're so close to the to the prophecy of getting surreal getting uh taito ivasa to a title shot man why are we gonna put this big roadblock in front of him right there <laughs> All right. Well, Come on, man. Um, all right. Uh, some other news we got going on. Uh, we got Kayla Harrison fighting this week, man, on Friday. Sure. Yeah. Is uh, this the beginning of another tournament she's going to smoke? I don't know if the tournament the starts immediately or if it like. Okay. A little expedition in between. Well, it says, get... It's going to be her versus Marina Mohnatkina. She's that woman's going to lose. She's going to get mauled like a, by sure, a bear, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, and Anthony Pettis is on this card. Rory McDonald is on this card. No, Both, kind of, just yeah. got some stuff going on here. Ray Cooper, the third. Ray Cooper versus the third is a pretty solid fighter. This is on ESPN, mm-hmm. I think. Or ESPN two. I always Friday. forget that. I always forget they're on ESPN. Uh, <laughs> I they're check they're it doing out. this at the esports arena in Texas, so maybe they're just showing up, picking up some sticks, and playing EA UFC. We don't know. Oh, but okay. At that point, I, the Marina bet might not be terrible. We don't know how uh, 
Kayla Harrison is You're going to play the... some Counter-Strike tonight. It's like, all right. Yeah. Okay. You can't have Kayla Harrison fight for someone who is both less experienced than her and worse. Like, you got to at least give mm-hmm. it a vet. This person's six and two. Can we get someone? There, there are mm-hmm. no vets anyway at this weight class, are there? There's there's none. At 45? Yeah, it's a little yeah. slim. Julia pickings. Budd is on the prelims. Get Julia Budd's ass up there. She got 20 fights in the pro fights. You know? Let's do that. Um... See, they have just a lot of old washout. They got Glyson Tebow on the other, on the on the undercard. Man, if you're on the PFL undercard after being Glyson Tebow, yeah. holy shit! Oof. Yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe you call it a day. Still jacked. Glyson. Still jacked. Probably. Testing. I have to assume. I have to yeah. assume those muscles just don't go no, away. No, exactly. Um, you know the disadvantage. I was thinking about this. The disadvantage of us previewing that Bellator card like a week early. Is that well? The, the fun fight we talked the most about is gone. <laughs> yes, we Melvin. Got... I guess. I guess what I heard was because you told me like two weeks ago. I guess he apprehended some people that were trying to rob him or something. Yeah. I didn't think anything of it because I didn't think he was still an active fighter. Yeah. And I didn't put two and two together last week when you're like, "Oh, he's fighting uh, Romero." And I guess like he didn't get cleared to fight because of whatever happened he's in that robbery. <laughs> he he beat those guys so badly. He sustained some minor injuries, so he's not going to be able to fight Romero. Which I'm kind of like, you know what? Blessing in disguise, Manhoof. Let's just, you know what? Let's call it a day. We don't need to see you get, you know, horribly thought, knocked I thought, out. Again. I thought Romero was the one that's out. Manhoof's out. Yeah, no, because they're finding a replacement for Romero. I, I okay. guess they found they found somebody that is just going to get demolished. So, um, I, I, I there's some news right here. I see that the. They filed some motion, uh, Mosfidal's attorneys, in the Colby Covington situation. Oh, yes. And I feel they did this on purpose, is that they filed the motion with a bunch of pictures, and it's out in public of Colby <laughs> with, like, a chipped tooth, looking like a sh- – just like a uh, – Oh, okay. He's flaunting his damage later. And has Could alleged that all that damage to his watch, which looks oh, – Colby looks fine, actually. <laughs> the watch looks fine also. It looks scuffed. Okay. This is interesting. Um, I think there was other news I was going to mention. I already forgot it, huh? Oh, well. Um, should we make some picks? Yeah, let's make some picks. All right. Um, UFC 274 from the Footprint Center. In That is uh, a stupid name. I'm I think Footprint, is that, is that, oh, no, I, I was thinking it was a wine, but I think that's Barefoot. Footprint Company, right? what is this? <laughs> Plant-based fiber technology, fiber technology, and material science. They have enough money to sponsor. How cheap could how? Oh wait, this Yo, is in Phoenix. You said a you said a lot of words there, and they I didn't mean anything. No together. idea what that company does. One second, that might be that might be a different company. Foot, foot At first, I thought company. it was something you eat, and then it's something you build with. Yeah. Okay. Um, I we could have gone to it's an amazing center. Apparently, I feel we could have come up with whatever money these guys have. I mean, um, we're, we're bleeding enough money into this already. <laughs> we don't need to be buying arenas now. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I'm realizing this main event is very hard to pick, and I have not for a minute thought who I think is going to win until this exact second. Mm, so I will not yeah. be going first. Um, this card's a banger, folks. Um, I mean, four good fights, maybe five. I don't know what Shogun and OSP have left. You know, <laughs> but we'll, we'll get there. Um, this thing is deep. We got people on the undercard, Randy Brown and Chaos Williams. We got Brandon Voiver, Royville and Matt Schnell. We got Blagoy 
on the goddamn early prelims. Blagoy versus Rogerio de Lima. We got uh, Team 209. No, that's not. That's the wrong Danny Roberts. Never mind. This guy's English. Danny Roberts versus Old Man Trinaldo. Trinaldo looks to be about 150 years old. Um, 43. Ah, close enough. Um, we got Brian Ortega's main squeeze. I should probably stop referring, referring to her as that, but that's literally the only reason I know who she is. Tracy Cortez. We got some people on this thing, man. We got Ariane Carnalosi. It's not bad. But this main card, headlined by a banger. Charles Oliveira taking on Justin Gaethje for the lightweight championship of the world. Betting odds for this one, ladies and gentlemen. If anybody got it, let me just say it. <laughs> just say it. I don't got uh, it. Nope. I had it up. No nope. longer have it up. Minus 165 for Mr. Oliveira, the champ. Plus 145 mm. for the highlight, Justin Gaethje. I think that's his nickname. Um, I still don't know. Mark, what do you got? <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's a tough one to pick. And I'm not, and again, like, I'm Wait, not apologies? very confident. What are our standings mm-hmm. at? Mm, no our idea. standings, I, I oh, got it up. Mike and know. Chalk tied again? Is Mike tied with Chalk again? Yeah. I mean, you you weren't here for us I, to make fun I, of him. <laughs> I am indeed tied with Chalk. Uh, I leave for a few weeks, and you motherfuckers put Chalk at, in italics. What the I fuck is wrong with you? It's not a real person. No, 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 no. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. He, 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 he or she is still in the standings, so give, him the, give him the respect that he deserves. Okay. Or she deserves. Yeah, you know, okay. I was going to say, we now have, we're as, putting as, gender on. We got a few hits we get on this website. No one knows what the fuck you're talking about. But so how many games? Everybody knows what we're talking about. Anyway, uh, Chalk and I are bringing up the rear at 20 and 13. Uh, Mark is at 21 and 12 and you are at 22 and 11. Nice. Grab the belt, but it's really neat right now on my desk. I don't fuck it up. Um, Well, Mark, this might be where I fuck it up. But anyway, what's your pick? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way because I'm going with Charles. I'm going with the betting line. And a lot of it just has to do with how he's looked um, in his past fights. And and again, like, that's not even a super reassuring thing. My dude's getting cracked in each fight. (laughs) Yeah, he's getting hurt, uh, surviving, and then finishing the fight. But, you know, you do some MMA math. You know, uh, Dustin beat uh, Justin Gaethje. You look at the skill set. I mean, he's really good on the ground. I don't, you know, I don't think his top game is nearly as good as Habib or anything like that. But you know, Justin lost to Habib, so I, I think it's going to be super close. And I do think when you kind of factor in that, you know, Charles does get cracked. How hard Justin Gaethje can hit? Uh, it's a really competitive fight. But I've kind of have been downplaying Charles for a bit. You know, I I don't think I picked him against uh, Chandler. I didn't pick him against Dustin. At some point, you know, you either correct ship or you just keep eating crow. Um, so I, I'm going with Charles, but I think Gaethje is a fantastic fighter. I think he has all the the a- attributes that he needs to win this fight. I think it's a very winnable fight for him with his style. But Charles is just able to to do it. You know, he's just able to kind of pull it out. And a lot of times it is after... He gets cracked in the first round. He's gonna. My main concern is like he needs to survive that first round. You know, Gaethje, I don't think is a like a very slow starter. I think he can come out, especially when you look at what he did with Chandler. You know, the first round was awesome. They they both cracked each other, but it's just it, it's a super tough fight to pick. You know, but I I do like having the little edge that Charles 
is fantastic at submissions. Maybe could in the later rounds, if Gaethje isn't, you know, minding his P's and Q's, get trapped in a guillotine choke or something that he's really good at, get on the back like he did with Dustin. But it is a really close competitive fight, and I'm not surprised that line is close as it is. Mike, what do you got, buddy? I'm going to be going with Charles mainly because I saw a tweet from Nate Diaz the other day. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> where uh, Gaethje, I think, was just talking about Oliveira. And Nate comes back with, you got choked from the from the bottom with a triangle or some oh, shit like top. that. So, you, got, you got mounted oh, from triangle. from the top. There you go. Which I guess is an insult. I don't know. I don't know shit about jujitsu, but if uh, if Nate is saying that, then that doesn't spell spell anything good for. Yeah, but uh, I think Gage. Nate would have made fun of him for wearing like you know green socks if he had. Nate will just find a reason. I don't think and he was even that big of a thing. Um, I don't. I've only picked against Justin Gaethje one time, I think, and that was the Khabib fight. Mm, and I've been waving smart. the Justin Gaethje fat flag for a while here. Yeah, I'm picking Charles Oliveira. Bobby, come on. You have no faith in your boy? Here's the thing. I've thought about it. Okay. One, he Jones Oliveira keeps getting cracked and winning in the next round. Like, he's done it both of these fights, okay? True. Two, I really don't want Justin Gaethje to be champion. Um, One. Is it, is it because of rally, his manager? Went to a Trump rally. That's one. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Two, I'm, I'm going to eliminate a lot of fighters. With it. But honestly, two, I kind of like that the champions never lost to Khabib. And this is yeah. a want situation. Like, this yeah. is really a want situation because it's a coin flip fight. Like I don't honestly, if I'm gonna break it down, I don't like that. I that like Justin Gaethje loves leg kicks, and not that Charles mm-hmm. Oliveira's throwing blast doubles, but I'm not sure Justin wants to be on one leg against mm. you know, Charles Oliveira because if sure. he gets on top of you, it's problems. Um, Justin's a better stand up fighter. I think he's absolutely gonna crack mm. Charles again. I just think Charles is gonna survive. I'm totally talking myself out of Charles mm. as I talk here. But um, I like that the champion hasn't lost to Khabib. I think that's yeah. I think it helps bring legitimacy. He's lost to plenty of other people, but he has not. I don't yeah. have to hear about Khabib having beaten this dude already. And I don't think Khabib's coming back. But it kind of makes you think like, well, if Charles is like the champion long enough. You know, people start to think like, oh, you know, was Khabib all that great? Maybe it entice. Because I would love to see Khabib and Charles. And if Charles kind of clears, I mean, if he clears out Gaethje. There's no lack of talent at 55. I'm ready for Islam versus Charles. That's going to be a sick fight. That one's going to be a good one. Well, I did. I did. I don't know if there's any validity to this, but I thought I saw a thing on Islam where he's like, I'm done fighting. (laughs) I was like, why? That can't be real. That can't be real. That means Khabib's coming back to get his belt. That's what that would mean. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, I I might change before the end of this podcast. I'm going with Charles, though. I do wish one of them. I mean, it's a close line. One of us should take him. Um, all right. Well, if we don't, we get to put money on it, and maybe oh, we can true. actually make some oh, money on one of these the parlays. Parlay right there with this fucking fight. Um, all right, co-main event. We're gonna run this back, folks. We're gonna. I was gonna say we're gonna do it again, brother. We're gonna do it again, sister, because we got Rose Namajunas loving rematches, taking on Carla Esparza. These women competed for the inaugural UFC Strawweight Championship. I'm gonna guess like six, seven years ago. Um. I legitimately don't know if anybody's got in front of them. That was the ultimate fighter with uh, Jesus, Sergio, okay, Sergio, Anthony Pettis was still champ and Gilbert Melendez, wasn't it? Yeah, that was that one. It was, I know it was uh, 20, tough 20, but tough 20. So that was it a was, long time ago. Geez, that was her, that was Rose's fourth pro fight. 
oh, eight, uh, seven and a half years ago, December 2014. Um, since then, Carla lost that title the next fight where your boy picked Yo picked Joanna champion. And now, right now, it doesn't sound like it was some sort of bold pick, but I just picked mm-hmm. her because I was like, Bobby, Bobby told us how he saw her sprawl. Yeah. That and was he was it. like, it's her You rap. guys mocked me. Okay. <laughs> and then she sprawled once, and I was watching that fight with Stefan and Mark. And I think both of you said, uh oh, because Carla had nothing for her. Um, anyway, betting odds for this fight are stupid. I don't get it. Um, mm-hmm. minus Rose is one, big favorite. huh? Rose is a big favorite. I take it. No, Rose is a tiny favorite. No. Oh, um, okay. I have not lost. They're probably just giving. Favorite. Probably just the the odds are probably just reflecting on the fact that Rose did lose and lose big to Carla in the first fight. But I mean, come on, that was like seven years ago. Rose is an entirely different fighter. It was a fifty forty five. Right, just took her down for five rounds. Did her Carla thing. Right? No, she finished her. Oh, she did finish she her? She choked her. Okay, I, never I, mind. I thought like you that she got a decision. And I just watching the countdown. I was like, oh, she choked her out. I did not did, remember that. I don't remember that at all. All right. In that case, maybe it justifies more. Rose minus 195. Carla plus 165. Uh, we've been beating the drum for a long time that Carla deserved the title shot. Um, she has, quite frankly. She deserved that last one that went to Wei Lee. You know, it doesn't matter now because uh, Wei Lee didn't win. Uh, she's on a five-fight win streak. Um, she finished Yan Jonan, a fight that they did not want her to win. Just mm-hmm. gonna say that right now. They did not want her to win that fight. Um, didn't want to give her that title shot. Rose is uh three straight, beat Jessica again. She's fought this is Rose's last six fights. Okay. The last two, Wei Lee. The two before that, Andrage. The two before that, Yoana. So Carla Carla gonna have to run it back again. Um I've noticed that Rose does better in the first fights <laughs> when she's in these rematches. <laughs> well, the Jessica fight, she definitely did better in the second one. That's true. Second one. I apologize. Second one, she did. Um, yeah, she actually was the that's second fair. one. I yeah, so that, but I otherwise, that. the other two, you are yeah. right. Joanna, she had a better performance, well, I think. Although, off, well, although, weirdly, yeah. although yeah. weirdly, she was wit. She, she did do better. In the first fight, she just got caught in a weird yeah, slice. I thought that round yeah. was better. That was three minutes or whatever before she got powerbombed. What is it? The eight minutes before she got powerbombed were better than those other 15 minutes. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, anyway, but honestly, um, I think this is Rose. It's her time. I'm already trying to think what's next for her. Um, maybe I missed discounting Carla, but we know how Carla wins this fight. I'll tell you right now, I don't think she chokes her out this time. I think Carla wins. She needs to win three rounds. Just, you know, my two cents mm-hmm. there. Um, that's what I got going on. Uh, that's what I think. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Yeah, I don't think this is going to be close. Um, I say bet the house on Nami Yunus. Mark? Yeah, I'm going with Rose, too. And, you know, in the first fight, I was a big fan of Carla because I'd watched Carla come up on Invicta. Um, I was really impressed with her wrestling. She she came out on a singlet. I was like, that's some dedication to wrestling if you're going to wear that goofy-ass singlet to the the cage and fighting that thing. Um, But it is hard to deny that I do think Rose has gotten significantly better in that first fight. And I, she was a real dangerous fighter back then. You know, she had... Flying uh, triangle or armbar camera, which she got before, but I think the striking has really come al- come along. So for me, 
this is all going to come down to can Carla get her down? Um, I think in the standup, Carla has showed that she is a live dog. Like she has worked on that right straight and has found a home. It's a very simple strike. It's one of the most like fundamental strikes that you learn after the jab is a nice right straight. She has really perfected that and has caught a lot of opponents with it and was able to turn the tables and utilize that to help her wrestling. If she can't get Rose down, though, I think it's going to be hard for her to find a home for that right hand because I think Rose is just so much more multifaceted when it comes to the stand-up. She has a lot more tools, and there are a lot of dangerous tools, too. So I think it's going to be an interesting fight, but I do feel by the end of the first round, we're going to kind of know if it didn't already get finished, who's going to win this fight. If Carla gets her down, can control her, tire her out, we could potentially see her steal rounds, get a decision, maybe end the fight. When I think of ending the fight, maybe she gets a submission or maybe she gets something where it's like she gets a crucifix and she's just able to land little putter shots enough. No, I already said I'm picking Rose. I'm just, I'm just laying out realistic expectations. If we see Carla is able to utilize her wrestling, I think like that's how she can win. She can potentially tire Rose out, but I think Rose is extremely dynamic. But with that, you know, when you're moving a lot on the bottom and you're trying to go for submissions or transitions, you leave yourself open to, you know, get advanced on get and have the other person take your back or something. So it'll be interesting to see if it goes there. I feel like the fight's mostly going to happen in the standup. And I think Rose is going to dominate on those. And I feel by the time Carla realizes that like to win this fight, I have to dynamically change what I'm doing. She's going to be shooting from the outside She's not going to be able to set up the shots. Rose is going to be able to sprawl and brawl on her for the rest of the fight. And I think if Rose wins, it's probably going to be mid-late round stoppage. Like third, fourth, if she doesn't catch her early. Somewhere late where Carla's kind of out of options and starts getting desperate and makes some small mistakes that Rose can capitalize on. So I got Rose. I think the smart money's on Rose. But um, Carla's potentially has an avenue. Mike, did I already go to you? Yeah, you did. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Um, okay. Tony Ferguson, Michael Chandler. You guys see this betting line? No, it better sir. be Michael Chandler is a heavy favorite. Tony Ferguson is minus 410. Oh, my God. What? what, what 410? Minus 410. <laughs> did I'm I? Wait, I'm not no, 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 Okay. Oh, you Bobby, flipped Bobby, it. you're reading UFC that wrong. Yeah, you're reading yeah, that wrong. Michael Chandler. Yeah, the UFC Michael Chandler is minus 410. Because Mike and I were about to lay a heavy... Heavy, <laughs> heavy bet. We might lose it still, but we were it was about to be like, we bet in 200? We bet in 300, Mike? What Yo, are we doing? Huh? Tony, what are we trying to do Tony here? Ferguson. Tony Ferguson at minus four head. I'm putting a solid G on Michael Chandler, <laughs> if that was the case. Okay. Chandler minus 410, Ferguson plus 310. I think that's a bit high for Chandler, to be honest. I mean, he lost mm-hmm. his last two. Um, right, he's one and two in the UFC. I mean, the top the tip top of the competition, but still one and two. Yeah, you get that classic UFC start for your career, man. When you're coming in from the outside, you win that first fight. A lot of times, you don't so. look impressive in that first fight, but he did. He cracked mm-hmm. Hooker. Then you lose the title fight, okay? Then you lose the next one, okay? Is this how this goes very often, okay? Mm-hmm. Then you rebuild. Um, we're at that stage for Michael Chandler, um, Tony Ferguson. Let's be honest. We're all trying to figure out what's left here, right? Um, has he has he won a fight in like his last four? I mean, yes, yeah, the last four, was, yes. But that fourth was in 2019. He hasn't won Correct. a fight in almost three full years. 
Um, and that was against before that he hadn't lost a fight in like ten years. So correct. Um, man, I was gonna say should have gotten a title shot, but quite frankly, uh, a lot of that was you know they tried. In fairness, a couple times, and he won an interim title in there. Um, betting lines is nuts. Marcus, you are a big Tony Ferguson guy. We all like him, but I know you're a big fan. Are mm-hmm. you ready to pick him sure. or are you going Chandler? Well, I mean, I'm also a big Michael Chandler fan. Oh, um, so, I mean, I, I'm going with Chandler. I, I think the questions about like what Tony has left are, are somewhat fair, but also at the same time, maybe not that legitimate because when you look at the guy, like like you mentioned, like he lost his last fr- three fights. He only got stopped in the one with Gaethje, and that was late in the fifth. But I think what what sticks with, with us the most is like he took a lot of damage in these fights, and, and mm. I think we're all thinking like, how long can he continue to fight these upper echelon guys when he's taking this amount of damage? You know, it, potentially, you know, it, it's it's concerning for his overall health. You know, after he's done with his career, well, especially when the man was having those, I don't know what happened. Yeah. Everybody he was, was talking to the ghosts. He was saying he was, some kind of crazy stuff. Well, yeah. I, I kept and, calling it Benoit stuff because it was the same stuff you'd hear about Benoit where you're like, you're kind of getting hit in the head too much. You're seeing stuff. So, yeah. So, I mean, I think that, I think the criticism and, and people being very wary of him being able to compete at this high level, which is the tippity top of 55. I mean, I think Darush, for most people, including myself, I haven't really considered him to be like the top at 155. But I think, you know, he showed a lot of great determination and skill in this fight with Tony. I, I guess I, I'm really getting as I still think Tony has always been a guy that had a lot of skill. His stand ups deadly. His hands are fantastic. And he's potentially dangerous on the ground. I do think something Chandler, I think, is a little tighter. And I think on top Chandler is going to be able to utilize his wrestling to negate some of the kind of crazy stuff that Tony might go for. But I still like, I've always liked Tony Ferguson. I think he has a really interesting style of fighting and can catch people. And I think potentially could win against most of these guys. So I'm still going with Chandler, but I don't feel like maybe the criticism or at least where he's in my head, my headspace where I'm kind of thinking like other people, like maybe it's time to hang it up. Maybe isn't warranted, but Again, these last three fights have been brutally difficult for him. Where he's taking a lot of damage, and we're all thinking the same thing. So, I don't know. I'm going with Chandler, but neither road is paved in gold right now. They're both cracked, and we're kind of thinking like, you know, who, who's of worse wear? And I think it's easy I mean, to look at Tony and be like, yeah, he's gotten some. Well, here's bad the thing. Losses. Also, Tony has these three losses, but they're against like the best. Yeah, the best. Like Benio's the, the, on like a nine the two fight guys win fighting for the championship. Yeah, two, the two guys fighting belt, and the other guys like got an eight fight win streak. Um, exactly. Yeah. So I still, th- I'm, I'm with you. I'm picking Chandler. Okay. I feel like I've not picked Chandler to win any fight, like in a long time, <laughs> possibly. Well, I mean, like, y- y- that means you were right more often than wrong. So. No, I feel like I did not pick Chandler against Hooker. Is what I'm thinking. I might have gotten that one wrong. I definitely Still. didn't pick him against Gaethje, and I definitely didn't pick him against Oliveira. And you were um, right in those, though. I, I got Chandler, but this is—I mean, it's like—I mean, he, Tony could lose, and we doesn't mean he's dead. Part of me wonders if they're getting, if they're trying to put him out to pasture, like they might be done with him soon. Maybe. Um, I mean, like these are all he, killers. He says a lot of stuff. He seems like I've been worried ever since that story came out. I don't know how he's still fighting, man. Like that was, I felt we needed to address that some more. I feel like you told me, I, I, I need to know how that played out. You know what I mean? Like what happened that we're okay now? Yeah. So, Mike, who do you got? I've got Chandler. Um, at first I did think that Tony Ferguson was just straight up washed, but 
you guys bring bring up some pretty good points, you know, about while he has gotten three pieced in his last three fights pretty badly, I mean, he did get his ass kicked by the super upper echelon of, of the division. So it's it's a tight spot of well, is he washed or is he just not good enough to beat those guys and just get their asses kicked? Um I'm going to go with Tony Ferguson's days of competing for championships are over. I think Chandler's just run into a spot of, of bad luck in his last two. Um, I think he comes back into form. Okay. Also, black stepson. So, you know, props to him. A black adopted son. Even better. Two. I think he's the second one now. Oh, um, nice. I think he adopted a kid just now. Okay, Shogun and OSP are running running it back a second time for no apparent reason. I'm not questioning all the betting odds I'm seeing on the on the UFC website, so I got to check other places. Um, all right, we're looking at according to FanDuel minus two fifty for OSP plus one ninety eight for Shogun when they fought. Why, why are we doing this fight? It's on the main card. No, 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 no. I don't mean we as in. Oh, why is Emmett? Why are like we're we're having to watch this as a people? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. OSP knocked him out in 34 seconds last time. Again? Why are we doing Didn't this OSP fight again? Did OSP slip or something? Is it that fight? Where there was like the gif of like a of a like a like a little like wheels like what are, like a like a like a little like rollerblade went under Shogun's feet. You ever all see this? Like it was like a meme. You remember that fight at all? I don't remember that. Very no. vaguely, but I kind of remember like yeah, it might have been like he slept and he got been hammer fist and was done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I Shogun is so old. Like Shogun, we used to say Shogun. Shogun is why? How is like he's he's worn out, but he's not that old. Now he's old too. Like he was shop worn, and now he's just old. Is what we got here. Um, problem is, so is fucking OSP. I mean, OSP is OSP uh, is thirty uh, seven. He's thirty nine. No, Shogun wow. is forty. I mean, we played with Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning's old ass retired years ago, Mike. <laughs> um, I don't know, Mark. Who do you got? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think it's a tough fight to pick, and part of me definitely does want to go with Shogun. You know what? Ah, who cares? I'm going to go with Shogun. Um, I've been a little bit impressed that, I mean, granted, I think... better than fucking OSP. OSP looks terrible. <laughs> I mean, he has had some fight. I mean, look, at his last fight was against Little Nog, and he won a split, but I do remember watching he, he that fight. after that fight. That was, that was not his last fight. Yeah, he... No, I mean, his last win last was week, against okay. Little Nog, I meant to say, yeah. Um, and then the Paul Craig fight, like, the first fight was a split draw. I mean, he definitely lost the second fight, um, which doesn't bode super well. But, you know, looking at these guys, I think he's fought in some decent competition, and he's got some good wins and, and obviously some some tough losses here. I think it's a tough fight to call, but I, I do, I don't think it's unfair to question, you know. This will be the p- portion of the card where I'll be eating dinner. Is what I've decided already. I'm, I'm intrigued to watch it because yeah. what I remember Nacho was fight. watching the the little dog fight was like, hey, this guy can still crack. Both these guys can still go. Like they're old as dirt, you know, and they probably shouldn't be fighting. But when you put them in the cage, like they still had a good competitive match. So I'm gonna pick Shogun because like I think we're 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 gearing up for like a five four fight parlay with these super close oh, matchups. It's gonna be terrible. Like, it's gonna go so bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm, maybe I'm, I'm thinking with that too much, but. I think it's a it's a it's an intriguing fight, but not for the right reasons. It's not like either of these guys are going for title contention. They're both really old. They've been having kind of a rocky career at the end here. It, it, it's a weird matchup, admittedly. 
Um, but I'll go with Shogun just just to have some old fun, I guess. Um, I I appreciate Mark. I appreciate Mark picking Shogun, so that way we won't have to have a OSP on our parlay because I'm picking OSP. Yeah, I got OSP also. Um, not right. not too uh, confident in that pick though. Yeah, no, I'm not confident in that pick. I'm not confident in the uh, main event pick. I'm not that confident in, in any of these fights, honestly. Speaking of two old-ass people fighting on the main card. Mike, this is a fight I keep referring to as how has this fight not happened already matchup because I am shocked we have not seen these two fight on a five round for a five-round fight on a fight night, Mark. I mean, that sounds like this is... I'm, no one, I'm no amazed one they haven't inside. fought twice. Yeah, like this looks like we could have booked a whole series on this thing. Um, old man Donald Cerrone. Old man Joe Lazan, still two years younger than Donald Cerrone. Um, man, Donald Cerrone's <laughs> Wikipedia page. Whoever wrote it is really detailed, and I don't think they like Donald Cerrone because his, he has a controversy section, and there are five subsections in there. First, racism accusations. Second, allegations of sexual harassment. Third, homophobic and transphobic comments. Fourth, ties to far-right extremism. Five, anti-mask views. I didn't know at least two of those things, guys. I right? I don't think I knew any of those. Well, I remember Bobby Green said that uh, he said some racist stuff. I remember he said that. Bobby Green said that. Um, was this after? Was this after Donald Cerrone beat him? Did Donald Cerrone beat him? And then he said Donald Cerrone's a racist. I don't know. If they even fought. Maybe they did. I knew he was. Anti- I kind of figured anti-mask. I'll be honest. I kind of put two and two together. Then yeah. The rest of the stuff. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I didn't know about that uh, sexual harassment. It's going to be fun to pick this fight in a second now without knowing all that information. Joe Lazan never hurt anybody ever. All right. He plays games. He's online. Nobody does. Nobody does like Joe Lazan. Okay. Our issues with Joe Lazan are purely ever. Joe, you're not good enough to be champion. That's our biggest issue with Joe Lazan. All right. Now he's, you know, he never offended anybody doing anything. Um, I was under the impression Joe Lazan was done fighting. Personally, uh, but Joe I mean, Lazan, it's been almost, you know, two and a half years since he fought. So fair assessment. You, Joe, Joe Lazan took the pandemic seriously. Unlike Donald Cerrone <laughs> and came back afterwards, you know, after they said it was over. So uh, betting odds for this one. Cerrone minus 165. Joe Lazan plus 145, according to the UFC's crooked website. Uh, hopefully that is accurate. Um, Dude, just just go to best fight. Odds. But it's not there. Well, yeah, neither well, is the are. main event. So there's that too. Yeah, I, did, <laughs> I, don't know I didn't gonna, notice that. that was, I don't know what's going on with best fight odds. It's just missing fights these days. Oh, wait. It's on a fight night card is listed. Yeah, okay, that line is good. Um, Mike, who do you got? I've I've, I've got Joe Lozon here. Um, while there was some trepidation to say that Tony Ferguson is washed, and there were good reasons to not say that, Donald Cerrone, on the other hand, whether you like the 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 static sheets or you like the downy, my man is fully washed. All right. Okay. That's good you know what's stuff. <laughs> I'm looking at this. Card. I like a... I like the static sheets. If you guys wanted to know, you don't get the wool balls. The ones you get on Amazon, you just you use. I I I have one actually on my bookshelf that I have never used. I've had it for over a year. 
and let me know if it does anything because I wanted to do it, but it doesn't seem like dryer sheets are great, man. You know, throwing some kicks, mm-hmm. using a deodorizer sometimes. Just saying, does its job. Um, Mike, you got uh, Joe Lazan. Marcus, who do you got? Correct. Yeah, um, I'm actually with Mike. Uh, I mean, you can look at Cerrone's last couple fights and and be wary there. But again, we're gonna have to include this fight in the fucking parlay. Okay. <laughs> well, the one the one thing I, I like with Joe, I mean, because one, when you look at Cerrone. It's been a rocky road, right? His last, was it six fights? He hasn't won one. Um, I guess it was only a DQ because it was like a... It was eye pokes in the first round. It was a majority draw, and then it was overturned because Price tested positive for marijuana. All right, whatever. Um, but there's some top quality names here. Ferguson's in there. Gaethje's in there. Conor McGregor's in there. You know, I, I think these are decent guys to get losses against and not you know have us think you're completely out to pasture so to say what i do like stylistically with this matchup and i'm this is where i'm putting my hat on to kind of go with joe is that we all know Cerrone can be a little slow at the gate and when joe applies a lot of pressure early he has finished a lot of fights within the first minute or so right so i have to imagine the game plan is let's put pressure on this guy we've seen him crack early on. I mean, you look at the fights he's lost, you know, they're all, you know, he lost to Justin in the first round, Connor in the first round and Alex Morano in the first round. I probably butchered that guy's name, but you know, I think it's going to be a tougher fight for Joe. If he doesn't get him out in the first round and Cerrone starts feeling the pacing and is able to utilize. Cause I, you know, once Cerrone kind of gets in that kind of groove where his strikes are coming off really naturally, he's setting up combinations. He's throwing, four to five to six strikes in a combination ending with head kicks and damaging fight ending strikes at the end of his combination. He's, he's a force to be reckoned with. And I think that type of Cerrone could easily beat Joe Lozon after a two and a half year layoff. But I think if Lozon puts the pressure on him and just creates some of that chaos, he could find a shot to hurt Cerrone and get him to kind of quit. Um, so that's why I feel a little comfortable with Joe. Honestly, I was going to go with the fast starter, slow starter thing is my reason for Joe, man. That was it. No, you said it. Also, fuck Donald Cerrone. But, um, sure. All those, all those controversies did not really make me feel like I I was going to say, I really bucking, I really, you know, tilted the thing here with those things. Um, but he's looked bad, man. I mean, outside of the cage, whatever, inside the ray, inside the cage, Donald Cerrone's a dynamic fighter and one of everybody's favorites to Mm -hmm. watch. So's Joe. Donald hadn't looked good in a while. Like these ones yeah. he's losing aren't he aren't he's looking bad in all of them. Like none of these fights, I don't think he looked good in any of them. I mean, I think it all started to turn. It was, was before he won some fights. I remember when he lost to Leon Edwards because he's like, I don't know, we know who he was. And I'm like, cool man, he should have looked. You know, like he just you know like you should have because that's the same thing he said with Till too. He's yeah, like, I don't know like, Till is and he gets fun. knocked down. I, <laughs> so I, 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 I I confidently picked Leon Edwards against him because I'm like, this motherfucker doesn't know who this is. He's going to lose. He didn't do any film. No tape. <laughs> um, wow, it's going to be quite a parlay, Mike. <laughs> see if you can put up the odds uh, for this, full of the odds for this thing before the podcast ends and see what, how much you know, how much money we could win, but we're definitely not going to win. Well, I mean, hey, maybe we make back all the money we lost and we're looking pretty, but I don't feel confident in this parlay at all. No, not at we're all. We're way too confident on these fights that are super close. I know, really. I thought we we're going to have a bunch of things changing. The only one we skipped on was because Mar- the only one we split is Mark's like, Fuck it, I'll pick Shogun. <laughs> like the other ones, like this is—it's too early. None of us have a strategy right now of trying to stay tied. It's just 
We pick till we pick. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, all right, and also uh, we're also obviously picked last week already the Ryan Bader versus Czech Congo hey, fight, yes. where we all picked Ryan Bader. So see if you can throw that in the parlay too. Mike. Oh, okay. Let's see if we can do cross I mean, events. Okay. Look, let's just be happy. We have a fantastic card that is going to deliver some dynamic action. So the $5 we additionally lose in this parlay, that's just... We'll, Obviously, because we're already, we're already 70 cost. bucks for the pay-per-view, right? Sure, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I, really, I, I really don't understand how Donald Cerrone is the... The favorite. He's fought Don't in the get last it. three years. Yeah, I mean, okay. that's. He's not a pussy. Hey, he wears a mask. There's also another reason. Yeah, he's <laughs> a good old boy. He's a good. He literally says that. Basically, I'm not surprised. I'm, like literally, Fanduel, that was like his reason. Fanduel has for no shit. respect. Yeah. Fanduel has no respect for Bellator. Chet Congo and Ryan Bader, not on there. Oh, God damn. We could have gotten money on that fair one. Fair enough. Fair. Okay, we're Check not winning this freaking part. That's the one fight I think we're going to get right. <laughs> I know, but we're not going to get any of these fights. Four right? leg, how the parlay works, you got to get them all. It's all or nothing, baby. This four-leg parlay uh, is currently at plus 580. Oh, shit. Almost six to one, Mark. You're going to turn your five bucks into 30 bucks, baby. That's what's happening. Yeah. I forget. How, mu- how much do we each bet? Five, five bucks, each. right? Five. Should yeah. I just put it in now? I, I think it would it cover it would cover our losses so far. At the, really, at the end of the at the end of the year, I just want to see how far in the hole we went. Right, so should, we should, I just, should I just put it in now? Yeah, and... fucking do it. Let's sure. Go. <laughs> what if those lines change by Friday? Fifteen we'll like, oh. to win eighty-seven dollars and z and That's right, baby. Wait, <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, I'm tired. Eighty. Let me try that again. Fifteen dollars to win eighty-seven. And two cents. Nice. I'm just gonna burn five dollars now. <laughs> Mike's like, I'm gonna give it up right now. <laughs> Where do you think it goes awry? First fight, right? I I forgot to include the actual fifteen bucks, so the total payout would be a hundred two. That's more. Well, like of course, it, the profit is you know yeah. twenty nine bucks each. Um, yeah, I think the first fight might be where this goes south. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um. All right. Um, I think that's it, man. Let's do stuff we like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mine's real short, so I'm just going to knock it out real quick. I don't think I talked about it last week. Mark, you can correct me if I did. Did I talk about Barry? No. No, you haven't. Okay. Uh, Barry three. is back after, I think, three or four years. The show's back. Ooh, um, it didn't seem like it was yeah. that long, but there was Barry, a pandemic. or as Noho Hank would say, Body is back. Um, if, you don't, if you watch that show, you appreciate Noho Hank. And you recognize Noho Hank is one of the great television characters. Okay? I mean that sincerely. Sincerely. He makes me laugh. Yeah. No, he's um, great. He's the highlight of the show for me. Um, still very early in the season. Obviously, it's one episode. It's, you know, we're trying. I think it's, you know, we're just getting our feet wet. So we'll, we'll see where it goes from here. Strongly recommend the show buried anybody. It's hard to compel people to commit to a show that we took four years off in the middle. I realizing my shows at this point, both of the ones I'm watching just took giant gaps of time off. Like Atlanta was gone for. Four years, basically. It's hard to make quality ago. television. They're not just yeah. going to spit it out. I appreciate yeah. it. Um, but yeah, I watched. You know, I uh, was trying to. I, I, I was trying to convince my girlfriend to go see what's it called this weekend coming up. Um, multiverse, right? Multiverse. 
And she's like, I didn't see the first Doctor Strange. Does that is that important? And I'm like, I fell asleep during the first Doctor Strange. And then I don't remember the second time I watched it even. So probably not, but uh, we'll see. I might be in a I losing think, battle there. I think you probably should have said um, what's probably more pressing is that you haven't watched that movie and the like seven others that came out between it. Well, she watched those other ones, I think. Well, I mean, hell, you know what the problem is? We went and saw Batman last. Batman's like five hours long. That might have turned her off to the whole proposition entirely, man. That might be it. She's just like, I can't do this again. Three hours, trailers. It's like, mm-hmm. that's so long. Um, you know, these Marvel movies aren't short either, you know. Um, but yeah, that's what it, uh, I recommend watching uh, Barry um, on HBO Max. And I recommend getting HBO Max, guys. Watch Batman if you haven't seen it. It's, I, might, I was thinking about watching Batman again when I have, you know. It's right there. Afternoon. Look, either get HBO Max or get a friend who has HBO Max. Speaking of which, shout out to our friend Sal and his parents because his parents finally moved in and they finally uh, got their HBO Max back going. So I got to hit Sal up, get that password. That's right. When people, when people talk about Netflix stock dropping because of people like I was sharing stuff, I'm talking about me and Mike. All right, <laughs> basically, it's just you two. <laughs> it's, it's it's me and Mike. We, we got I got a, you got to have a few different things going, man. I'm not paying twenty bucks for Netflix. Are you high? It's too much money. <laughs> it's too much money. Simple as that. Um, all right, uh, Marcus, what do you got this week? Yeah, not a whole lot really. Um, on the gaming front, there hasn't been any new games in the last couple like month or so that I've been really into. So um, I have been getting back into Elden Ring. I t- kind of took a break for a couple of weeks and got back into it. I'm still thoroughly enjoying it. It's easily, you know, game of the year contender. Number one. Uh, also put more time into tiny Tina's wonderland, which is the borderland spinoff. And that was really fun too. Uh, outside of that, me and Christine started catching up on Bob's burgers like there's yeah, yeah. Like season 13 Isn't there a movie that's coming out there's a movie soon. coming out maybe is there two movies no soon i said oh soon i said two and i was like okay yeah. um but yeah there's just a lot of seasons i always like that show so i was like oh let's just jump in on season eight i guess it's like five seasons after that to watch and just yeah. as something to kind of turn on but like you bobby like i should be watching barry i should be watching atlanta and there's one other show that's like i should watch moon knight moon knight end no, this was the last episode. I, I I've enjoyed Moon Knight. Uh, I thought that that's been the one show that's kind of like new that I've been it's watching. Been very good. Six episodes. Yeah, yeah, six yeah. episodes. This next one's the last one. But yeah. yeah, outside of that, I can't really think of anything really crazy that I've been into. It's just been a little ho hum, I guess, a little standard. But yeah, uh, multiverse. I'm excited. It kind of crept up. I haven't been, and I don't know if I'll be able to see it this weekend with Mother's Day and all this stuff and all the crowds. I kind of like going the week after, but. Mark, you, you know, don't think spoilers. you don't think your mother would understand if you just ignored her completely to go watch a movie? Come on, man. I mean, she would. She's a great mom. She'd be like, "Oh, it's okay," but I would feel bad, you know, not making some kind of effort. But uh, see, I don't know. What I love is that I can pick and choose which Mother's Day I decide to actually recognize. Oh, you got you got a couple. So, like, yeah, because there's. American Mother's Day, right. then there's Dominican Mother's Day. Right? Okay. So if I decide I want to be a lazy fuck this weekend, I can always just tell myself, I'll get her flowers for Dominican's Mother's Day, which is at the end of May. I mean, okay. really you in the same month. So you're both. Just saying. This woman gave you <laughs> life, Mike. You cheap bitch. 
Just saying, you cheap bitch. Um, it's not like he's living at home rent free or anything. So I mean, you know, we yo, the side. gift, the the gift I give her is to have a successful son. How about that? It's Mother's Day right. every day. Hey, there you go. Well, your brother <laughs> got a job. Is that what it is? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> uh, no, I'm talking about me, bro. Oh, okay, sure. right. Um, well, man, you've been gone. What, what what's your yeah. story? Like? Uh, I've been gone and. Let's be honest. I am so I'm so tired right now. I'm like 50% here. So I'm not really going to talk about my house. Uh, what I will talk about uh, stuff I like this week from this weekend Please. is I went to Charlotte to go visit my nephew. And, you know, I rented a car. And at first I just went for the economy because like I just need something mm-hmm. to go from point A to point B. And then when I landed in Charlotte, I thought, you know what? Like uh fuck, I forgot what the char- character's name was. Oh, like um Donna and Tom Haverford said in that one episode of Parks and Rec, I need to treat myself. So yeah. I ended up getting a Dodge Challenger. And there you go. Let me fucking tell you. It is a wide ass car, but I can see why people love American muscle because when you fucking rev that bitch up, mm-hmm. yo, kitty purrs. It is amazing. All right. When I was in the car with my nephew at one point, I had to gun the acceleration and I just said, I think I'm a little hard. It was amazing. <laughs> And I am seriously considering after three, four days driving the car, and it was cherry red as well. The one thing I thought was, oh my God, I'm going to go to the ball and this shit is going to come back and it's stolen. Um, <laughs> but I've learned a few things. One, I think I like muscle cars. And two, people in North Carolina fucking love muscle cars because i saw so many mustangs so many chargers so many challengers just throughout the charlotte area so there we go bring yourself a mustang if you can guys or a challenger um is that really fucking it we got nothing (laughs) yeah he's been working like so hard in his apartment that's not fun that's labor baby i mean i could I, i i could tell you how i spent nine hours just sanding hardwood floors and a whole lot of that was on my knees because the sander just doesn't hit the actual edges so I think, my, my like, hands I think, are chafed and raw and my knees hurt and my back hurts i can tell you about that why you want to hear I about think that bobby is just missing out we haven't heard from you in what two three weeks yeah. so we had we've had no anime recommendations has there been any yeah. anime that you've been watching <laughs> yeah what's the cw First summer off, schedule bro First off, don't fucking say anime <laughs> ever again, because that just sounds fucking okay. weird. Nope. Um, Mark, Mark's going to say it every time from now on, but okay. <laughs> but there actually is an, an anime reference I have. Um, it's this show. I've watched like two episodes, of it, and it seems pretty interesting. A show called Spy Family, where there is a secret agent that he pretty much always works by himself, but for him to accomplish this new job he has to get himself a kid so what he decides to do is to just go to the like some some like back alley orphanage um and he just picks a kid up 
and it turns out that kid is um what is it when you can read math telepathic the kid's telepathic and all kinds of you know spy wackiness ensues from there spy kids gotta love it no spy kids is a movie with uh jacob from twilight oh no that's shark boy and lava girl i don't know who was in spy kids but that's an entirely different movie this is spy family there you go we got it um all right guys uh thank you all for listening to the show this week uh we're going to be back next week where we're going to talk about we got a new champion either at lightweight or at uh women's strawweight or i guess just strawweight um gonna preview this fight that was rebooked which i feel you might we might just see if we can find our old pick for it did we get i'm not sure if we got far enough to pick it um blockowitz versus alexander rakic i feel we maybe maybe it got canceled earlier than that mm, yeah um ryan span versus ian kupatulaba also not bad caitlin chukasian baby still on the i thought she nice. got taking on amanda hebus i mean i know some of the names on this one at least yeah. Alan Patrick versus Michael Johnson. Uh, we got Angela Hill on the card. Luis Smolka's on the card. Normally, um, normally after a card as stacked as uh, the one this this following weekend is, uh, you, you gotta you just get a pile of slop. The 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 next card after that, so well, this seems pretty promising. You assume you know. So I mean, our standards are low too. It's got like names we yeah. recognize. Um, you know, also, also uh, next week we will have a full week to digest all of the Met Gala fashions. You know, we can discuss that as well. When's the Met Gala? It's today. It's the first Monday in May, bro. Come oh. on, son. You don't know this? No. We'll have some celebrities with the, their like, fancy dresses. Oh yeah, you, yeah. What's going you on? Do your hair up over there now? You're gonna show up late. You know, I uh, I told them very very much like Zendaya. It just didn't fit in my schedule. You had to do the podcast. I get it. Priorities. I think That's the next pay per view after this is just on TV for free, or on ESPN Plus. Like no nice extra little freebie for the kids. Well, I think it's like it's in it's in Singapore, so the time is going to be fucked. And uh, gotcha. Valentina versus Talia Santos and Glover versus Yuri Prochaska. Definitely going to make Yuri a star for people to watch him fight at seven a.m. Um, all right, guys. Thank you all for listening. As I mentioned before, I was Doctor Law. That was that was DJ Mark and that was Lavender Gooms. See y'all next week. Do better, America. Peace out. <laughs> See ya.